Hello, church family and friends. Praise God. What a delight it is to be with you once again today. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don. And we welcome you to our Abundant Life Family Church online service. Praise God for all He is doing in the earth today. Amen. We're so glad, aren't we, honey, mm -hmm. that God has not given us the spirit of fear, That's right. but of power, love, and a sound mind. And praise God, do we need that more than ever in these sure last do. days. With all the fear that radiates mm -hmm. to us in this world, the world's going the opposite direction than the children of God are supposed to go. That's right. Amen? That's right. And we got great things ahead for us. And today we're excited about beginning a new series today entitled Faith for Last Days Living. Faith for Last Days Living. And uh, as we begin today, uh, we're going to receive communion today. So if you want to ready the bread and the cup, that would be great to do it right now. And uh, we are so thankful uh, for all the testimonies that different ones give us and send in. Uh, praise God. God's doing miraculous yes, things. We had a wonderful healing service last Sunday. And uh, God is really moving. And yes, he uh, He's Thank the same Jesus. yesterday, today, and forever. And it's exciting yeah. to be living right now in the greatest hour of the history of the church because Jesus is coming back. Amen. And he's coming back soon. And uh, we got work to do in the meantime. And uh, praise God. We believe today's message is going to be a great blessing to you. And uh, we thank you once again for all your faithful tithes and gifts of support here to the church. And uh, of course, you can give online at www.alfc.net. And that's a great blessing. And that helps us to be able to continue to do what the Lord has us to do here in Tualatin. Praise God. Amen. Well, let's go to the Word of God today as we uh, look into this faith for last day's living. And uh, let's open up our heart right now and ask the Lord, the Holy Ghost, who's here, our comforter, our teacher, our guide, to invite Him to be a part and to open the Word of God to our spirits today. Amen. Father God, we do thank You and praise You. We glorify You and we are so grateful and thankful to be children of Yours and we ask you once again today to open up all of our hearts here and those watching today. And Lord, we thank you for every need met in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, praise God. I want to look, first of all, uh, to what the Bible has to say. And we're going to look here in this uh, first part, uh, first session together on this subject about faith and what faith is. Now, the Bible talks about the just living by faith. Mm -hmm. And who are the just ones? Those who have been declared righteous or those we could say that are in right standing with God. And there's only one way to get in right standing with God and that's through the blessed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. So we're looking here at some scriptures. What does the Bible say about that um, concerning faith? Now, there's four scriptures that, and I'm just going to give these to you, and uh, you can look them all up later. But uh, it says in Habakkuk 2.4, it says, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. In other words, I am to live by the faith that God gives me from his word. That's right. Now, there's three other scriptures that we're going to look at in just a moment, but let me say this at this point, that faith begins where the will of God's known for sure. Mm -hmm. And in these de last days, 
We need to know that God is our provider. He's our healer. He's our protector. He's our need meter in every area of life. And knowing what the will of God is, is the first step to receiving from him. Okay. And so when the scripture tells us that the just shall live by faith, then for Christians, for believers, those that have been born again, living by faith is to be a way of life. It's supposed to be a lifestyle. Just like a fish, we talk about like a person being a fish out of the water. Well, a fish is at its best when it's in the water. Because he's, if he's out of the water, he's probably going to die. Right? Right rather soon and be on somebody's plate to eat. But for Christians, the faith way of living is to be a natural part of life in the Spirit. And we're going to look at this further here in just a moment. But I want to say that here as we begin. Romans uh, chapter 1 verse t- uh, 17 says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. And then again, in Galatians chapter 3, verse 11, it says that, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident for the just shall live by faith. Same phrase again, Mm -hmm. the just shall live by faith. And then again, Hebrews 10, 38, it says, now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. So right here, we've got four references in the Bible, one in the Old Testament that says the just shall live by his faith or his faith in God, and then in the three in the New Testament. So faith is a lifestyle and faith is integral to us walking victoriously in the plan of God for our life. And it's so true here in the last days because opposition comes our way, fear comes our way. The devil, always remember this, the devil wants to try to stop everything that God wants from coming your way. That's right. And the hand that receives from God is the hand of faith. Mm-hmm. So faith is the opposite of fear. Mm-hmm. Fear is faith in the negative way. That's right. Now, it's important to know that because right now, as we all know, fear is being radiated wherever we go. And now so much of the nation and the world, for that matter, they're coming back under the second wave of the coronavirus and and uh, uh, more lockdowns reverting back to what it was just a few weeks ago coming out of it. Well, what that does is it incites fear in people's life and fear does not receive from God. Fear is an open door if we give way to it for the devil to come in and operate in our life. And God doesn't want us to live that way. It's a terrible way to live when we're afraid of everything and whatever we do, wherever we go, whoever we see, that there's always lurking in the shadows. Something bad can get you. Something bad might come your way. Well, it is true that in this world, (laughs) Satan is the God of this world. But we're in this world, but not of this world. And as Christians, we don't have to be motivated by fear, and we shouldn't, for that matter. We ought to be motivated and moved by faith in God. Because there's a myriad of things every day in this fallen world that the devil would try to do to us. Mm -hmm. Try to put us in accidents and all kinds of things. 
But we have to be careful that we guard our heart because out of it are the issues of life. That's right. And I, and I think too, honey, that it's important, you know, if God, well, in order to receive Jesus, you have to exercise your faith. You have mm -hmm. to put your faith and trust in God. Mm -hmm. And that's what puts you in the right um, road, so to speak. When we put our trust in Lord Jesus Christ, we can't get born again without putting our trust in him. But a measure of faith is given to each and every one of us and imparted to us yes. when we receive Jesus. Mm -hmm. And as we go about life, what does it mean to live by faith? It means that you have to, faith is really putting your trust in God's word. Mm -hmm. And here it says in the book of James, it talks about, you know, we can be a hearer of the word, but the doers of the word are the ones that are blessed. That's right, the doers. So it's not just a matter of, oh, I hear it, I know it. Yeah, I've heard that before, I've heard that before. We have to be careful we don't get... You know, we've been we we've said it often that we've been delivered from the fear of repetition, because mm -hmm. um, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So there's a rep, there's a repetitiveness to that, and mm -hmm. it's a godly repetitiveness. Yes. And we don't sometimes get it the first time. So as we continue to meditate on God's word, exercise our faith for mm -hmm. things, for situations. Right. Um. You know what we're believing God for, but also too, just like a gas, you know, like just like a car utilizes its gas. Um, and it leaks, what have you, or you're traveling down the road, you've got to go places with your car. So it's going to use up the gas. You have to go to the filling station and fill up. Mm -hmm. The same thing with us, that we utilize, we should be utilizing our faith for every day, always believing God for something, putting our trust in Him. No matter what you have, no matter how much you have, we always want to be believing God for something. And as mm -hmm. we exercise our faith, right. we have to get our faith, we have to go get ourselves built back up on the Word of God. And so, like you're saying, honey, in these trying times, this is an opportunity, just another opportunity for us to exercise exercise our faith for something. Right. That's a natural thing for the believer. Yes. It should be. Amen. And faith, again, begins where the will of God's known for sure. And how do we know for sure what God's will is? Right here. By reading the Word of God. Word of God. The Word of the living God has been written down for us so that we could have faith in an unchangeable God. Amen? Amen. That's Because right. God's not going to change. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 13.8 that Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? Yes, He's not right. just about the same or approximately the same. Mm -hmm. He's exactly the same. Yes. And what His will was 2,000 years ago is His same will today. Yes. And none of us, as she was alluding to just a moment ago, we can't come to a saving knowledge and receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior until we know it's God's will to save us, okay? And so faith for salvation is one thing. Faith for protection is a, is faith is the same in every sphere and every realm, mm -hmm. but how we receive specific faith comes from the Word of God. So we get filled up from the Word of God because we do leak. And uh, we expend our faith and we need to keep building ourselves up, yes, okay? Amen. And uh, that comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And so it's just like in the natural. We eat a, a meal yesterday that helps us be strong today, but for tomorrow, we need to eat something today to be strong tomorrow. That's right. So uh, just like in the natural, it is in the spiritual, all right? So those are important things as we're looking at here, and this is not exhausting all that we could say about the subject of faith, obviously. Inexhaustible. It's inexhaustible. <laughs> and uh, I get excited about hearing faith and hear others preaching on faith, studying faith, because uh, we need it. since I, I was born again, I was hungry for God, and I was mm -hmm. hungry to know more about the Lord. 
And as I fed my faith on the Word of God and began to see answers to prayer on the basis of the Word of God, because that's where we get faith for us from the Word and how we pray, we pray based on the Word of God. All right? And uh, faith, again, is the hand that recedes. So it gets exciting. And we're living in exciting times. But as the Scriptures we just read uh, give us revelation, illumination, the just shall live by faith. So we're supposed to live by faith. Now, let me say this. Uh, we're not going to teach today on the subject of faith, foolishness, and presumption because there is a difference between true biblical faith and what some people call faith. And uh, uh, we're, we're not going to get all into that today, but there's a lot of foolishness and presumption under the guise of faith that's called faith that's not actually faith. Okay, true. Some people uh, believe that you know, uh, if, if they shouldn't go to the doctor, for example, if they have faith. I'll just believe God. Well, you can believe God, but going to the doctor, and this is just one example, that doesn't mean you don't have faith. And that doesn't right. mean you're, you're, you're not in faith if you go to the doctor, okay? Uh, so anyway, you, you have to understand that we're supposed to live a lifestyle of faith. Mm -hmm. But it's foolish to think that, well, uh, if I'm believing God, I'll, I'll never have to go to the doctor again. Sometimes doctors, and of course doctors, nurses, and those in the medical profession, they're trying to help people get well. But there's a few rare exceptions. Uh, but they're trying to help us get well, That's to right. get strong, and to be a blessing. Well, God's on the same, he, we're on the same page with that, with the Lord. The Lord's on fighting the same the page. Same sickness. Yeah, fighting the same. Uh, sickness is not a friend, it's a foe. It's a foe. And so if we're supposed to live by faith, then that means the Word of God is going to tell us how we're supposed to live. And praise God, that's why as we're looking here at faith for last day's living, it's important for us. Because so many people nowadays, Christians, over the last few months since this all began to, to erupt, so to speak, uh, with the coronavirus and, and all these things, uh, there's been so many Christians that we've talked to that they are so afraid. And God doesn't want you to be afraid. Perhaps you're listening today or watching today and you just said, well, I'm just afraid. I'm afraid to go out of my house. I'm afraid to touch things. I'm afraid to do this, do that, be around people. You can't live the rest of your life. God's never intended you to live that way. He doesn't want and you to live that way. One other thing I want to add too is, you know, God's not the author of sickness and disease. The devil is. That's and, right. Um, because John 10, 10 says, you know, for the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Right. But I've come, Jesus is talking, that you might have life and life more abundantly. He's mm. the one that, that, you know, isn't alive. He's the one that's yes. the producer and giver of life. Praise God. And James 1, 17 <laughs> says, every good, and every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom... There is no variableness, neither mm -hmm. shadow of turning. So we're Praise talking God. about a little bit earlier here, just a few minutes ago, that, you know, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Well, so is the Father God. You know, they're not going to change their mind. I mean, you wouldn't naturally put sickness or beat your kids. That's right. Um, but neither does our Heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. That's and right. so we have to recognize where that's coming from. But we do exercise our faith to receive healing when mm -hmm. sickness does try to come on our bodies. That's right. As well as exercising our faith in speaking the word of God when fear comes mm -hmm. or whatever comes, you know, panic, right. anxiety, panic attacks, that type of thing. 
Amen. So praise God for that. Amen. There's a lot to cover, like you said. You, you, There's a lot to faith cover. is inexhaustible. Yeah. But faith begins where the will of God is known for sure. That's right. So that's why when you read your Bible, uh, then you can say, I'm going to feed my faith. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? That means that you do have faith and that you're going to feed it to grow. Mm -hmm. And as she was saying earlier about faith being measurable, Romans 12, 3 tells us that God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Mm -hmm. Now, what is the measure of faith? The measure of faith is based on the measure of what you have heard concerning God's will for your life. So if you have heard that it's, for example, the Lord Jesus Christ's will to save you, then you have faith for salvation. That's right. The word brings that forth. Mm -hmm. So that's where we look at faith from the word of God and see how important and how, uh, so it's, it's foundational mm -hmm. to our trust in God because faith right. is trust in God. And faith can grow. Faith, your faith grows exceedingly. Yes, and, uh, you know, it can through the word of God. And yeah, that's, and that's, that's where, it, you know, you think about, you hear a great testimony and those things encourage our faith. It encourages us to believe and put our trust in God and it's, you know, the Bible says a good report maketh the fat, maketh uh, the bones fat, and that mm -hmm. means it makes you know it, it brings health and flourishes. It, yeah, it flourishes. It brings. It doesn't literally mean you know size wise naturally, but healthy. it's talking about healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, and when you hear about somebody, you rejoice with those that rejoice. But also too, it also causes you to say, hey, if God can do it for them, and there's no he's he's no respecter of persons. I mean, he, that means he can do it for me too. That's right. And then we meditate Amen. and read the Word of God because faith, again, cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Praise and God. And that's why it's so important for us to Amen. read the Word of God. Amen. And exercise our faith. Exercise it so we can receive faith, but we must release or exercise our faith by putting it into practice, that's by right. living. And that is that goes back to these four verses, doesn't it? That's right. <laughs> so I have a the just shall live by faith. Faith in what? Faith in the world? And yeah. the government? No. <laughs> and what they're telling? No. Or faith in God? Well, that's pretty God. obvious. We're supposed to put our trust in the God's Lord. God's not going to change. The government comes out with all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm sure there's obviously well-meaning people in the government. But there's so much been so much misinformation in this whole thing that it's one day it's this, another day it's that. It's kind of like, uh, and hold your thought on that question because this comes to me as we're talking about this, is that... You look at all these commercials on TV and uh, and you read different things. One day that they say this is good for you and the other next day they say something is better for you and then that other thing that they first said is not good for Very you. Very true. And Very so true. it's up and down and all around and, and the only thing that's unchangeable is God's Word. And guess yes, who's behind God's Lord. Word? God Himself. That's right. So He's not going to change. Amen. That's right. When I was going to say... Um, also, too, you know, as we're, what does it mean to exercise your faith? Exercise means to do something, to put into action, so when the to fear mobilize. Thought comes, what do you? What would you recommend for fear? Yeah, when fear well, comes, when fear what comes, would you recommend for somebody you to recognize do it? it for what it is and who it's or from, or to worry, or to worry, who's it from, where's it coming from, and does it line up with the Word of God? See, because God's speaking and the devil's speaking. And if we're a young Christian or maybe a Christian that's been saved for a long time and we just haven't got a real good grasp from the scriptures on faith and true faith in God, 
then we have to brush up on that and shore up in that area. And when worry or fear comes, recognize it for what it is and then resist it. How do you resist it, honey? You say, in Jesus' name, go from me, fear. In Jesus' name, I resist you. I see you. Fear didn't come from God, even as we started off today. Second Timothy 1.7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And as honey, as you were sharing there from, from James, where it talks about faith and uh, Paul, or James saying, uh, I'm going to show you my faith by what I do, by my actions. Faith has corresponding actions to it. So if we don't act on what we say we believe, then all it can be at best is mental assent or mental agreement, which many Christians, unfortunately, uh, they don't know their mental assent about the promises of God many times because they, they think that just having faith but not necessarily exercising it equates to the same thing and receiving from God. And that's why a lot of times people get frustrated in the faith life is they hear it. It'd be like somebody who eats and eats and eats, but they don't exercise. What are they going to get? They're going to get big and they're going to get heavy and they're going to get less mobile all the time. That's right. So we don't, we have to work our faith muscles. Just like a bodybuilder goes down to the gym or lifts those same barbells every day. That's what we do. Feed it on God's word and exercise it. You know, one other way to do that is, um, you know, they say that Christianity is the great confession. You look at Romans 10, 9 and 10. You know, with the heart man believeth, with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness. You can't, unto salvation. Unto salvation. You can't get born again without receiving Jesus, but you don't, it's not a mental thing when you just, hmm. No, you say, thank you, Father, for sending your son Jesus That's Christ right. to die on the cross for my sins. I yeah. receive him as my Savior. I ask him to forgive me and cleanse me from all righteousness. Amen. I believe that he rose from the dead and I receive him into my heart. Well, the same principles apply to when we have to resist fear. Or resist mm -hmm. any type of fear that's coming. You know, um, now they're saying there's a coin, a coin shortage. Well, you, the Bible says I'd like something. That Paul, I was reading this earlier. Paul said when he's writing to the church at Ephesus, "I am not moved. All these things are happening to me, but I am not moved." So we don't want to be moved by what we see, by what we hear, by what we feel. The Bible doesn't say that as many are the sons of God, they're led by their feelings. No, they're led by the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God's going to line up with the Word of God. In Mark yeah. 11, 22 through 24, I'll read this quickly, but Jesus was talking here and he was speaking. He said, first of all, again, have faith in God. That's right. Don't have faith in yourself. Don't have faith in your skills or your, you know, your skill set, your talents, your job, your spouse, your kids, mm -hmm. uh, yourself, um, your hobbies. You no, know, we're supposed to have first and foremost faith in God. And you know, it's good to take vitamins, but I would encourage you, don't put your faith in those things mm -hmm. because you know, God does, God, those are things to help us, but they in themselves, um, are not, we don't want to make them like the source. God right. is our source. He's we the answer to everything. We don't glorify, uh, something other than God. That's, that's exactly right. It's good to have these things. It's good to have mm -hmm. great doctors. We believe God. We believe God for them to have wisdom, to fa for us to have favor, for them to have sound counsel, for them to dict you know, decipher what the problem is in our body. But ultimately, we have to put our trust in the Lord that's Jesus right. Christ. So Jesus said again, have faith in God, for verily I say unto you, for verily I say unto you. Now here's some key things on how to resist when these things come your way. That whosoever shall say, we're supposed to speak, we're supposed to say it. Mm -hmm. You, me, we're supposed to say it. Shall yeah. say unto this mountain, be, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea 
and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And Praise there's God. some key notes in there. When you look at the word pray and, and believe, they're not as many times mentioned in there as the word say and saith. So mm -hmm. there's a greater emphasis on on speaking the word of God. Right. You speak the word of God, and God backs up His word. We're supposed mm -hmm. to speak. I, I, you know, sometimes I have I have Him agree with me in prayer, but I don't allow Pastor Monty to do all the speaking for me and rebuking for me because I have greater authority over myself. Even though I'm under His covering, not only is He my pastor, my husband, but we're supposed to speak. That's right. That's why we get ourselves filled up on the word of God and say, "Oh wow." That belongs to me. That's something I can do. Amen. That's something Amen. God provided for me through Jesus. Amen. So the having that authority. The, 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 the believing and speaking. Speaking is so integral. And there's it a is. lot of people that uh, don't see the necessity of speaking. But you have to. Death and life are in the power, the Bible says, of the tongue. Mm -hmm. So that's right. It's what I say. That's what I what say. I say is goes. most important I say and it's going to go in my life even i could if even though god has spoken certain things over our lives if we don't get in alignment and in agreement with him and we speak something opposite to what he has already said and declared in his word then guess what we're going to have we're going to have what we say not what god said we should have well that's what proverbs 18:21 says it says death and life are in the power of the tongue and those that eat it uh love it we'll love it. it those that love it will eat the fruit thereof that's so right. you can speak words of doubt unbelief or even death over situations circumstances but we need to make sure that we're speaking death over the right things over sickness yes. over disease over failure, over worry and anxiety, but mm -hmm. speaking life over the things that we need to be speaking over. Amen. Especially ourselves, over our kids, over our circumstances, jobs, and over our future too. That's right. That's right. Words of life. God is a good God, yes, he but is. he's limited by what we believe about what he's already declared in his word. Are we going to choose to believe it? See, we've got that. It goes back to the series we just finished last week about authority we have i have more authority over my life than anybody else's life that's right i have authority over my life more than she does as mm -hmm. she just said just a moment ago but god he's a good god so we have to discern from the word of god as you were reading honey about for there from james every good and every perfect gift comes mm -hmm. down from the father of lights every good and every perfect gift all right if we look at that for what it says and what it means then God didn't send something to hurt us. That's right. It's only to help you know, us. as you were saying earlier, you know, God would be on trial for child abuse mm -hmm. by what some believe, believers believe about God. Well, God put this sickness, God put this plague, God put the virus on me to teach me something. No, He didn't. No, nope. He didn't do nope. that. I said He didn't do that. That's right. He the did. God of this world did that uh, by perhaps you're, you love God, and you worship God, you serve Him with all your heart, but you just didn't have knowledge of the truth. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people are in situations like that because they look, pray and then whatever happens, they 
ascertain and start believing that it's from God. And that's not necessarily true. Yeah, we have to check and see where the source is. That's right. Every good and every perfect gift right. cometh down from the Father of lights. If God had sickness and disease in heaven, which he doesn't, he'd be able to do anything with it. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have it in heaven. Yeah. It didn't come from him. It didn't originate with him. Another scripture that uh, uh, fortifies what she just said is Acts 10, 38. That's right. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good. good. Now get this. Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Amen. God, God was with him. Uh, God the Father. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. That's right. What did Jesus do while he was here on earth? He went Doing teaching, good. preaching, and healing. Mm -hmm. Teaching, preaching, and healing. So, how does this all come together about faith for last day's living? First of all, understanding that God gives us faith from His Word. Some people, they major in on, I need more faith in my faith. More faith in my faith. Well, why don't just go to the Word of God, That's right. and the Word of God will give you more faith. Right. That's where the word. So don't get hung up on faith formulas and all these kind of things. Mm -hmm. uh, just apply the word of God and you apply it by getting faith believe, and believing it, taking it in your heart and then acting on it That's right. by corresponding action with word, the words we speak and by how we act. OK, and how we behave. So we encourage you with that today because so many people are afraid. So the just shall live by faith. Yes. Okay. Now I want to look at one other scripture here uh, before we close out. And it comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians in chapter 5. And uh, again, this isn't everything about faith, but we want to just touch on this as we move into understanding more even about the communion table here in the weeks ahead, is that God loves us and He's given us a plan for last day's living. He's given us a plan. The arm of the Lord's not short in anything. All right? We have to remember that. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, which was written to the church at Corinth, and we have in that fifth chapter, the Apostle Paul speaking by inspiration of the Holy Spirit tells us about us having a building made from God that's eternal in the heavens. And he's differentiating between the flesh and the spirit because we are a spirit being, okay? We have a soul, which we have our reasoning faculties, mm -hmm. and then we live in a physical body. That's our, our earth suit, okay? So he differentiates in chapter five about some things about faith and about this body mm -hmm. dying yep. and where the real us goes when we do lay this body down. Mm -hmm. So if you look here in verse six, I want you to read there. And if you have it uh, open in your Bibles, read along with us. It says second Corinthians five, six, it says, therefore, we are always confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord for we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident, I say, willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Okay. Now, we bring this out, and especially verse 7, for we walk by faith, not by sight, because in the context here, he's talking about living and dying. Okay? We know that we read earlier here today, those four verses, the just shall live by faith. Okay? Well, you got to die by faith too, or you should as a believer. Knowing what? 
that while we're at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. Okay. But when we leave this body, when it's laid aside, when it wears out, we fall asleep in Jesus, that our spirit, the real us, goes to be with him in heaven. Glory to God. But what is that? That's a faith proposition. It's faith. And what does he say here? So today we walk, verse 7, by faith and not by sight. So we're not walking by what we see. And that's a principle, that's a precept all the way through the, the, the word of God that we can see. Not looking at what we see in the natural, but believing something about the invisible around us, that God's for us. That's he right. loves us. Amen. And so we're not moved by what we see. One of the things about faith is not being moved by what you see, feel, or hear. All right? That doesn't mean that they're not real situations around you. But what it means is, is that the Word of God trumps in authority. Because if God said something different than what we're seeing in the natural, the spiritual world gives birth to the natural world. Mm -hmm. The invisible world, unless God opens up our spiritual eyes to see the, the invisible world all around us, then we're going to be gravitating and living in what we see in the natural. And a lot of times we should look at things in the natural just as just common sense. You don't walk out in front of a bus going down the street and act like it doesn't exist because you get run over, mm-hmm. right? That's but right. what we're talking about is walking by faith. Walking by faith is walking by trust. Mm-hmm. It's trusting God. And we need to trust Him in these last days no matter what is going on in the world, good or bad, and mostly bad reports right now, we need to be encouraged as believers to know that God's for us Amen. in everything. He's yes. our protector. He's our guide. He's our leader. He's our provider. Amen? Amen. And that's good news. Yes, it is. So be encouraged about these last days we're living in because Jesus is coming soon. And uh, He wants us to keep our hand on the plow, so to speak, endeavoring to win souls, talk to people about the, the goodness of God, and that he's got a plan for people's life and yes, that he, he wants to save every person. And we need to get the gospel out yes. as a witness yes. before Amen. the end comes. That's, That's right. what the scripture tells us. So today, if you've been with us today, be encouraged. And we trust you are. Perhaps you're with us, though, and you've never asked the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your heart. You've uh, never been born again. Jesus said we must be born again. Mm-hmm. And that means to have eternal life put on the inside of us, to, br- to be a brand new person inside. We don't get a new flesh body, but we get a new spirit man. And how does that happen? By knowing, first of all, that Jesus paid the price for us. He died for our sins. He arose the third day, and now he's seated at the right hand of the Father God. And if we'll place simple trust, simple faith in God about what Jesus did, not because we were there and saw it, but trusting what the Bible says. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever would believe on Him would not perish but have everlasting life. So it's simple as that. Mm -hmm. And as, honey, you quoted earlier about uh, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised Him from the dead, we shall be saved. So if you're out there today and perhaps you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, you've never known Him or accepted Him in this way, or perhaps you're in a backslidden condition. Well, the Lord, if you want the Lord and you want to come back into fellowship with Him, He's waiting for you to return. Amen? Amen. So why don't you bow your head in prayer with us right now. Get on your knees if you can, because it's just a matter of consecration and yieldness and humility. 
But let's uh, let's pray right now. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I come to you. I come to you on the basis of your word. On the basis of your word, and I believe, and I believe that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ, has been raised from the dead. Has been raised from the dead. I believe, I believe that He is your Son. That He is your Son, and He came to earth, and He came to earth two thousand years ago, two thousand years ago, to pay the price, to pay the price for my sins, for my sins. So right now, so right now, I accept Him. I accept as my savior as my savior i believe i believe in my heart in my heart that he's been raised from the dead that he's been raised from the dead and i confess him and i confess him. i say it i say it with my mouth with my mouth what i believe what i believe and i believe that he is lord and i believe he is lord i ask you lord i ask you lord to come into my heart to come into my create heart. me anew create me anew by the holy by the holy spirit the holy spirit in the name of jesus in the name of jesus he's now my savior he's now my savior because I believe. Because I believe. According to the word of God. According to the word of God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Now he creates Amen. you anew and he forgives you of your sins at the same time. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Isn't yes, that good news? Praise God. Hallelujah. Now if yes. you just prayed that prayer, we want you to contact us at ALFC at ALFC.net so we can give you some further materials that will help you as you start out your spiritual walk and journey with the Lord. It's most important. This is just the first uh, part. This is just the start, not the finish. Okay? To devote your life and walk with Jesus for the rest of your days is very, very important. And uh, to get a Bible and start to read it. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Or you can, of course, go through our website, www.alfc.net. Amen? Or call us even, 503-692-9673. But praise the Lord. Let's at this time receive communion once again today. And uh, we've been doing this every week. And it's so refreshing and such a blessing because the New Testament Mm -hmm. was all sealed and ratified, completed by what Jesus did Mm -hmm. at Calvary 2,000 years ago. So with that in mind, again, we remember what Paul said to the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians 11, where he received of the Lord that which he also delivered unto them, that the same night in which he was betrayed, Jesus, he took bread and he said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. And so as we receive of the bread right now, if you need physical healing in your body, you can reach out by the hand of faith because the Bible says that by his stripes we were healed. And so this is just representative of what Jesus did with his broken body 2,000 years ago. So you can reach out by the hand of faith. As we were just talking about faith living, here in these last days. Mm-hmm. This has been the same the last 2,000 years when it comes to what Jesus did. Amen? Amen. Healing belongs to you because Jesus paid yes. for it. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So, Father, we do come thank to you, you right Lord. now. Yes, we do. Lord. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for what this bread represents. And we, again this day, receive it with gladness and with understanding about what was done for us 2,000 years ago. That by your stripes, Lord Jesus, you made us whole from a legal standpoint. So right now, by the hand of faith, we reach out and we say, we believe that we receive healing. Thank you, Lord. From the top of our head to the soles of our feet, we thank you, Jesus, for being our healer this day. And I want to thank you and praise you for that in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for your healing power working in our bodies. And we just thank you, Lord, just 
if there, for quickening taking place in each and every person's body right now in the name of Jesus. Yes. This is one avenue on how to be healed. That's not, right. not the only, but one avenue. Yes. So, Father, we thank you for touching people's throats today in the name of Jesus. Maybe you've got some type of sickness trying to come against your body and your throat's raspy or whatever, you know, it's in pain. But we just thank the Lord right now in the name of Jesus that your throat's healed as, re- as well as the rest of your body in the name of Jesus. And receive that when you take the bread. In Jesus thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. For any other thing yeah, in your body. Yeah, jaws and headaches. Thank you, Lord. The headaches are gone. Jaw problems yes. are gone. In Jesus' name. In any other Hallelujah. sickness, any, any other, other disease, sickness, whatever it is, yes. say, Lord, I by Jesus. faith believe I that I believe receive I right receive. now in Jesus' yes. name. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. And in the same manner, he took of the cup Mm -hmm. and he said, this is my blood that's spilled for you Mm -hmm. for the remission of sins. And so we celebrate that the blood of Jesus gave legal representation to all of us, all of humanity, once and for all, Mm -hmm. because it was divine blood, divine blood, that now we can walk free from sin. We can have our sins remitted, removed, mm-hmm. with no guilty stain. Mm-hmm. And when we need to ask for forgiveness as a Christian, once we've accepted the Lord Jesus, we go to 1 John 1, chapter 1 and verse 9, where it says, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes, so today, Lord, as we thank receive you, your cup, what it represents, we thank you for the you, cleansing power of the blood of Jesus Yes, Once Lord. again today, Lord Jesus, thank you for what you did for us 2,000 years ago. We thank you and we praise you for coming to earth and doing what you did for us. Bleeding for us mm-hmm. on behalf of all humanity. And Lord, we want to thank you for forgiving us then when we were first saved thank and Jesus. now today as we need it when we come to you. That's right. Father God, in the name of Jesus, and ask because we receive based on believing what your word says. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So refreshing to hear the word of God, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We praise you today and thank you for what you've done at this time together. Lord God, this You've blessed us so much. We thank you for your promises that are yea and amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Well, praise God for today. We're so glad you were with us once again. And as we end today, we want to remind you that Jesus is alive. God's a good God. He loves you, cares about you, has a plan for you. And he cares about everything going on in your life. That's right. And as we keep our eyes on Jesus, we're going to be strong in faith. And fear has to dissipate. But always remember that God hasn't given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And that is good news. Yes, it is. God bless you all. We love you. And until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus and keep the switch of faith turned on. Amen. Amen.